7 things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Revens and this is the Standard 7 Ireland Edition. In the next seven minutes or so, we look back on a week that saw Europe facing a war as Russian troops rolled into Ukraine. The UK, US and the EU all responded with strong sanctions, but Vladimir Putin's troops kept on coming. We also saw mask mandates removed in Ireland. The Facebook whistleblower testified before a doll committee and tributes to music entrepreneur Jamal Edwards. This is the Standout 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. And don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. Thursday morning saw Russia finally press the button on the long-anticipated attack on Ukraine and events unfolded even as a UN debate was continuing in New York. Air raid sirens rang out across Kiev as Russian President Vladimir Putin began what he described as a special military operation in Ukraine. Missile strikes and gunfire have been reported in Kiev around the airport with reports of explosions from multiple other Ukrainian cities and Russian Marines in Odessa. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky urged calm. He asked Ukrainians to stay at home as Russia attacks military installations across the country, but he says Ukraine is ready and that he's spoken to US President Biden. At the UN, a debate was underway on the Russia-Ukraine crisis as the first explosions were heard and the Ukrainian ambassador to the UN broke the news. Too late. The Russian president declared the war on the record. Should I play the video of your president? UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres made a heartfelt plea to stop the attacks before it was too late. I have only one thing to say from the bottom of my heart. President Putin... Stop your troops from attacking the Ukraine. Give peace a chance. Too many people have already died. As Friday dawned across Kiev, Russian military continued their attack with missile strikes, explosions and dozens of casualties. There were Russian attacks on multiple cities as Ukrainians took shelter in subway stations. President Putin says that Russia didn't really have a choice but to invade, as a rather nervous-sounding translator explains. We were not given any other chance to act otherwise. Risks in the security uh, area. We couldn't react any other way. All our tries, it was complete zero. And I would say I'm really surprised. Ukrainian forces spent the day and night fighting back the attackers in the skies over Kiev and at Hostomol Airport nearby. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has declared martial law and called on all citizens to come and get weapons to fight for their country. We are already handing out weapons and will hand them out to defend our country to everyone who wants and has the capacity to defend our sovereignty. The future of Ukraine depends on every citizen. There were also protests around the world in support of Ukraine. And perhaps most surprisingly, huge numbers of Russians turned out to protest in major cities like Moscow and St. Petersburg. And Russian opposition leaders also spoke out against President Putin's actions, including Vladimir Karamurza. This is not Russia's war. This is not our war. This is yet another adventure by the bloodthirsty and deranged Kremlin dictator by the name of Vladimir Putin. The UK, EU and US have been coordinating their response to Russian aggression with sanctions on high net worth individuals, Russian banks and even the Russian space programme. The UK also banned all Russian flights from British airspace, while US President Joe Biden was very clear on what Russia can expect ahead of Friday's NATO summit. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. 
And now he and his country will bear the consequences. He re-emphasized that U.S. troops would not set foot in Ukraine, but that U.S. troops will defend any NATO member that comes under attack. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, re-establish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. The Cabinet met on Tuesday to consider recommendations from NEFET for possibly the last time as the Omicron wave winds down. Monitor Leo Varadkar was at the podium afterwards and he started with an announcement of no major changes in the rules for positive cases. At the outset, I should say that for people who have confirmed COVID-19 infection, who have a positive antigen test or a PCR test, uh, the rules stay the same, uh, which is to uh, isolate, to stay in your room for seven days uh, and on day eight, nine and ten to wear a, a mask. Um, so that doesn't change. He did, however, confirm that mask mandates would be no more. Uh, so as of next Monday, there'll be no legal requirement uh, to wear a mask uh, anymore in any setting. Um, but it will still be advised uh, in public transport and also uh, in healthcare settings for the time being. Um, of course, there are people who may wish to continue to wear a mask and they're free to do so. Um, people who have underlying conditions, who are immunocompromised, uh, who are vulnerable, may also uh, wish to choose to do so. And of course, uh, there's no reason why why they should not. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, the Facebook whistleblower has some harsh words for Ireland's Data Protection Commissioner and Jude Law gives us a call. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Wednesday saw the Facebook whistleblower appear before the Joint Oireachtas Committee on Media. Frances Haugen left her job at Facebook last year over concerns about how the social giant prioritised user safety. She's particularly interested in Ireland because Facebook's European HQ is located here and the Irish Data Protection Commissioner has significant oversight of the social media giant now known as Meta. You have the power and the responsibility not only to improve online safety for Irish citizens, but for people across the world. She's not impressed by the work of the Data Protection Commission so far and thinks it's time for an independent review. The DPC is widely considered to have stepped back from its responsibilities in properly enforcing GDPR. The tech companies on your shores once again got away with it. As you create an independent, robust and effective online safety regulator, you must launch an independent review into the DPC so that it too can start to enforce the law thoroughly The latest instalment of the Harry Potter Universe series Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is due to hit cinemas in April. Oh, gosh, it's Jude Law again. Hello, everyone. What a privilege it is to play Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, we were mentioning the trailer. Well, this Thursday, February 24th, a new trailer of Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore will be released. Yeah. We were literally about to mention that. Don't go on about the competition thing, will you? Let us have all your favourite cosplay, tattoos and quotes. Bask in everything Albus Dumbledore, this wonderful character that we've all come to love. All right, mate. Sheesh. I really need to block that number. The 
The death has been announced of Jamal Edwards, MBE. He was a music entrepreneur and YouTube star who created the music channel SBTV. It helped to launch the career of acts like Dave, Ed Sheeran and Skepta and Lady Lashore. He was an ambassador for the Prince's Trust and worked hard to give a platform to new talent. There were tributes from all corners of the UK as London Mayor Sadiq Khan said British music and entertainment had lost one of its brightest stars. Jamal was just 31 and he started out as a teenager filming his mates with a video camera his parents gave him for Christmas. He appeared on Loose Women last year with his mum Brenda Edwards to talk about his work and success. Rest in peace, Jamal. I feel like, yeah, I've done a lot, but there's a lot more that I can do. And I feel like the, the people that I'm surrounded by, like, they always help me. And it's not always down to me, it's the team that I have as well. So I feel like when I get to certain places, I'm able to, like, knock the doors down and hopefully bring, bring people through. And that's what my main focus is, like, for SPE and just in general. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.